Hello, everyone. I'm Justin. And I'm Marcella. And this is Sailor Manga, the podcast where we take a deep dive into the iconic Sailor Moon manga by Naoko Takeuchi and discuss it to our heart's content. Happy Moonday, Marcella. How is it going? Um, do you know, it's going well. It wasn't, as <laughs> I feel is standard. Um, yeah. Because I just had a bad day with IT at work. I know. Yeah. Some technical um, difficulties while working. Yeah. But then you and I, um, we did some, funnily enough, we did some Dead by Daylight and we had a chat and we sang some songs. I know. We're, and, um, we're, we're so, we're so uh, new to that game. We never play mm, it. So no. crazy. Um, so yeah, so it, I've brightened up. I feel like a new person. Oh I feel God, good. I Taylor Swift sang, didn't she? She said, "You make all my grey days clear," and you do. Power, oh. <laughs> power of friendship. Oh my God, the power of Usagi. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. goodness. How are well, you? Good. I'm good. Um, it's been a weird weekend <laughs> because yeah. uh, I'm sure we'll talk about this on uh, Bitches Brew. So by the time this comes out, everyone will be like, yeah, that's old news, Justin. Shut the fuck up. But uh, Alan's mom was in a car accident um, on Saturday and she was like two hours out of town. And so we had to deal with that. And she's still there in the hospital mm. because the hospital is honestly trash. And uh, yeah. They're like, they're, it's not that they're not letting her go home. It's that they're like dragging their ass on making a decision about whether or not she can go home. And it's really annoying. But other than that, I'm good. Um, ready for some Sailor Moon action today? I okay. love this chapter. <laughs> and I'm sure you know why. Because <laughs> uh-huh. um, I read it last night and I was like, oh, it's my time to shine. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm really excited um, because today we are reading uh, Act 28, which is titled Infinity 2 Ripples. But y'all know the, y'all know the gig. Y'all know the gig. Uh, we got to do moon news. So Marcella, what's your moon news this week? Um, I have a kind of a, well, a little bit. Mm-hmm. I thought I had to make up for last week when I had none. And all okay. I talked about was, was that what, when I, when I was just banging on about The Sims? Uh, yeah, that, that was last week, wasn't it? I think it was, but I'm, I'm back on The Sims kick too i know <laughs> got you hooked again didn't i you, you sure did <laughs> Um, but it's not Sims related anyway. Um, okay. So I ordered, oh, so we were discussing this the other day. I ordered a load of unnecessary <clears throat> eyeshadow palettes that I, do oh, not yeah. need, that I don't need at all, right. but um, but want. Um, exactly. And I thought to myself, do you know what? I might treat myself to some new uh, makeup brushes. And I was Ooh. on the bad website. Love it. And uh, they had Sailor Moon makeup brushes. <gasps> You're going to have to describe these to me. Like, do they have, are they just colored? Do they have the symbol, planetary symbols? What's, what's, so they have, what, what's the deal? At the end of them, they have different. So one of them is like the end of it is Jupiter's star. <gasps> and then the other one has the heart locket. This oh, is what cute. I can remember. And they have the different sort of forms of the locket. Um, but when nice. they arrive, I'll, uh, I'll take a picture and share. Please do. They're very cute. They probably will fall apart in like five minutes but, um, 
And maybe they'll just be for show. I don't know. You never have cute. enough Sailor Moon stuff. No, <laughs> and it kind of got me back into the whole Sailor Moon merch thing again because I haven't bought anything Sailor Moon for yeah. a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't, do you know what I haven't been on for a while? I haven't been on good old Ted Bubble for a while. Oh, really? Um, and I'm thinking I quite fancy getting myself a new phone case. Now, I did order a Sailor Moon one <gasps> back in the day, as you, oh, right. you remember, mm-hmm. and then I ordered the wrong size because I'm an idiot um, <laughs> but i might reorder a new one nice. um as a going back to work treat because <clears throat> i'm going to be in work on thursday are you yeah i'm in denial oh, about it. Um, <laughs> but yeah i was just doing a bit of a google for sailor moon merch and there's quite a lot of stuff i mean you have to get a lot of it sent from um overseas because right as we know you know the uk hates sailor moon and won't sell any merch here um mm. but you can get like slippers and i oh, saw and um, as it's coming up to winter i thought god yeah i know right i thought (laughs) i deserve a new pair of slippers um i've got a thing about slippers actually i don't think i've told you this i've got quite a few pairs Mm. you know i like pajamas Mm -hmm. and i also like slippers and then i wear them depending on what what mood i'm in i don't wear them in the summer though because it's too hot Um, but in in the winter i love slip slop slop. (laughs) i love that and you can get um luna like sort of kitty ones (gasps) and i thought that's good but do i really want Luna on my feet no right but you, you don't want to have lying toes mm. exactly you, get, <laughs> you can get um diana ones no so you know what's gonna happen diana oh my god i love it so at some point um soon uh probably around end of september beginning of october i will treat myself to a pair of diana diana slippers oh my god that's so cute i have at this stage i have to yeah it's not a choice um and that's kind of my that's it. It's, I mean, nice. it's moon news related. Been getting a bit more into the whole merch side of things and looking things up. So, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, that's mine. What about what about yours? <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh, God. I really don't have a whole lot of moon news this week. Um, I'm still going to talk about things, but they're nowhere near Sailor Moon related. Um, but you know what? This podcast is a time capsule, and uh, so I'm just going to talk about this. <laughs> So, uh, first of all, you were talking about Sims, and Marcella mm. has reawakened the Sims bug, inside the parasite, dare I say, inside of me. <laughs> um, um, I've been wanting to play it like crazy, and uh, so one night, I, I want to do the Not-So-Berry Challenge in the Sims once I get uh, the PC up and running, and I, I just couldn't wait. I wanted to create the Mint Generation, which is the first one, and so I created her. Her name is moth uh short short for timothy uh but she goes by moth and i think it's really cute i was inspired by uh the mint moth which is not mint colored but it is a real thing (laughs) it's very beautiful it's like purple and gold uh anyway yeah it's really pretty uh i love i love a good moth moment yeah it's pretty i just imagine it flying at my face though (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh it's pretty but just keep it away from me see i love a moth uh, anyway no. it's the darkness in me what can i say uh but anyway so i played a little <laughs> bit of that <clears throat> get off my and screen <laughs> And speaking of playing The Sims, Marcella also got me into a new K-pop group, <laughs> sort of by accident. 
Yeah. Uh, we were we were trying to be you know into uh, another group called Red Velvet R.I.P. Uh, not tried, because they're we tried hard. We tried because they just had a new comeback called Queendom, and we were like, oh, it's gonna be you know feminine feminism vibes, you know, powerful, and it was just like I'm cute and I'm going good. I'm just gonna be cute, and we were like, what yeah, is this bullshit? And eat ice cream and I don't know, hold boys' hands. I might know. <laughs> right, and we were like, I mean, the ice. Screen, yes. Yeah, but everything else, absolutely not. So then we, uh, or she, you stumbled across across egotistic, I believe, is the one that we started with by Mama Moon. Yeah. And um, I was like, who the fuck are these girls? Um, they had me questioning things, especially in the Aya video. Ugh, Hawassan is a step on my fucking carotid artery. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I fell in love with them. I really did. So I've done like a deep, deep dive. I'm like starting from the beginning of their catalog and getting into their music and i'm fucking loving it and that night i got so obsessed <laughs> with mamamoo that i decided to put them in my sims world and yeah. i played for like four hours uh just playing with you know solar i'm a solar bias of course um Wasa bias wrecker love yeah, her exactly the same <laughs> and uh moon bull and Wien. and if if you are a if you're a fan of Mamamoo and you think that I'm not pronouncing the names correctly, uh, don't at me. Get over it. Um, <laughs> that's how I have chosen to pronounce them, and that's how it's happening. But yes, yeah, so I've been loving their music. And then lastly, this all ties in together. Also, speaking of Sims, so I've decided. Oh no, this can be manga related. So I'm saving money by not buying any more manga right now, because <laughs> um, I'm currently reading Cardcaptor Sakura Volume Five. Yeah. But I've decided to put it on break so that I can afford a PC monitor so we can get this PC up and running. Uh, and it's not just going to be Sims, which I am going to do. I'm going to start streaming on Twitch and doing Sim streams and stuff like that. And uh, But also, me and Alan will be able to play Dead by Daylight together. You, me, and Paul can play together. You, me, and Sonya. Mm -hmm. All the group can play. And it'll be a lot of fun. Definitely. So, yeah, that's what I'm current. That's that's the current vibe. Just, you know, waiting on some money to roll in so we can get this monitor, honey. And we're going to be swinging and swaying. And I'm ready. Definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Just to in, in, intersect. Yeah, um, do it. I was just checking my Amazon order regarding the brushes. And, you know, it pops up with recommended things. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. It's only gone and recommended me a pair of Sailor Moon pajamas that they didn't know existed. <gasps> it, um, it listens. They listen. And... I've just sent you a photo of them. Oh, no. Okay. And I it. have to get them. Let me see here. Apply them on here. Ah! Oh, my God. There's, they got the Luna P on them. They've got Luna P and the bunny and the bow. And, and the, the transformation and pen. And the pen. Oh, my God. These are adorable. And they're 16 pounds. Oh, that's not too bad. So either they're like, like never put them in the wash because they'll disintegrate. Or <laughs> it's just a really good bargain. And they're um, sort of pinstripey, like the pattern behind us sort of pinstripey they're so cute i have to i'm getting them they're adorable oh my god and why does this look like rosé 
with black hair posing in the picture. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> like, it just looks like rosé to me. Love it. Uh, anyway, sorry. There for you the go. Another, another little Sailor Moon update. We love mm-hmm. it. All right. So let's get into the chapter this day. So in Act 28, which is titled Infinity 2 Ripples. And this chapter page, y'all, is gorgeous. We need to take a second and break it down. Because it's this gorgeous two-page spread of uh, Mars, Venus, Moon, Chibi Moon, Mercury, and Jupiter. All looking adorable. They're all winking, I just realized. All of them are winking. They're all transformed in their outfits. And the background is this pride, multicolor thing. And it's got all these heart shapes in the background. It's fucking beautiful. I'm loving the whole rainbow vibes in these last two. (sighs) Me too. It's Mm. gorgeous. What I love about this is specifically Mars and Venus. Like Venus is like hanging off of uh, Ray's shoulder. Yeah. And I just find them, I don't, I might be shipping them. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah, uh, I could get, yeah. I just I think they're so that. cute. But anyway, uh, for any of you, uh, oh, did, have you listened to all of uh, Sailor Business, the podcast? No. Because they, they know that that's like a popular ship and they call it Firewood. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> really? Because they think that Venus is really dull, like a block of wood. Oh. <laughs> so they, I know. Why do you think she's dull? Only because they're they were going through the anime. Oh, so if right. so if you go through the anime, I can understand why okay. you don't like Venus. But in the manga, she's everything. Mm. Um, I don't know. I would call them like fire love or um. Yeah. Uh, old flames can't hold a candle to you or (laughs) old flames can't hold a candle to you that's such a good song anyway goodbye Oh, God. Okay, so we flip this page and we get started right into the action, honey. Exactly where we left off. If you remember last time, uh, Chibiusa made, tried to make a friend. Um, and it was this little girl with black hair and bangs. And oh, she yeah. was... <clears throat> you know, She's still in it. She's still here. Um, and she was feeling a little sick. And then uh, Usagi found Chibiusa. And then one of the daemons attacked. And that's... Matt Damons. One of the Matt Damons, that's right. And uh, the two girls transformed in front of this stranger and to fight the da- the Matt Damon. Yeah. So that's that's where we are. So the Damon is coming at them, and Chibiusa is, or excuse me, Chibi Moon is blocking this girl. And she's like, "Watch out!" And she like uh-huh. pushes her out of the way, which is very noble of her. Love mm-hmm. that. Um, but the Damon starts to attack Chibi Moon, and Usagi's like, Chibiusa! So then Sailor Moon uh, harnesses her power, and she brings out the new heart Moonrod, which, if you remember, Neo Queen Serenity gave it to her at the end of the last a- or arc. Yes. So she says, Neo Queen Serenity, lend me your strength. Grant your power to the heart Moonrod. And we get Sailor Moon's first new attack with the heart Moonrod which is moon spiral heart attack love it it, amazing i love this in the anime because it's like it's got like that big swirling heart that comes out it's wonderful so we're just gonna say a big swirling heart comes out and hits the daemon 
But in the distance, uh oh, <laughs> we see what looks like silhouettes of a guardian and what looks like a tuxedo mask. I know. So, hmm. So uh, the daemon is recovering from the attack and the daemon starts to dissipate. And we see that the daemon was actually possessing a cat, a poor little uh, kitty. Oh no. I know. So the daemon disappears, but the, the cat's like, okay, sort of. It's meowing, so it's at least alive. Yeah. Okay. And Usagi's thinking, a cat? The monster was possessing a cat? If there's any way to identify mm-hmm. a monster, it's if they possess cats. Because how could you? How dare you? Um, so anyway, yeah, just unforgivable. So then this the schoolgirl <laughs> collapses on the ground again, and she's feeling uh, the inflictions of pain, because we know that she's something's going on with her. We don't know what, but she's in a lot of pain. <clears throat> so then she turns her neck to Sailor Moon and Sailor Chibi Moon, and she's like, who? Who are you people? people and sailor moon's like oh no um we're sailor moon and sailor chibi moon the guardians of justice or no 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 yeah. she says we're <clears throat> and then chibi yusa says sailor moon and sailor chibi moon the guardians of justice uh and i just and <laughs> soggy looks so floored she's like uh you took my damn line <laughs> <laughs> That's what she looked like to me. Yeah. And, and Chibusa says, are you okay? It didn't hurt you, did it? And that solitary panel mm-hmm. of the now nameless girl with no text above her head, tattoo it on my fucking ass. <laughs> I, I say, I'll love do it, her. Like, okay, maybe I'll, maybe I'll step out of that one. Specifically in the left corner of my fucking ass cheek. I want <laughs> this picture. I love her. She's so pretty anyway the schoolgirl says no but it looks like it got you and we close in on chibi moon and she does she has like a burn uh it kind of looks like like a scratch yeah. deep cut gash whatever on like her near her elbow mm-hmm. and she's like huh ouch you're right and uh love this so the schoolgirl reaches up to inspect it meanwhile uh sailor moon hears some murmuring some some scuffling in the background so she whips her head around a very venus like because we know that Minika has been hearing some shit, feeling some vibes that they're being watched a lot. So Sailor Moon turns around. She's like, who's there? While she's thinking, is it another enemy? And we just see a fleeing legs (laughs) of this lookalike Sailor Guardian and this lookalike tuxedo mask. And then we flip the page and we get this absolutely stunning two-page spread. Yeah. Oh my God, is it breathtaking. So this two-page spread is... It starts with like a close-up of the tuxedo mask look-alike, and the tuxedo mask person is taking off their mask, <laughs> and it looks surprisingly like Haruka. Really mm-hmm. weird. I know. And then the Sailor Guardian looks surprisingly like Michiru. My goodness, could it be? I mean, there's no way, right? Ugh, no way. So they're like fleeing the scene, and we get this awesome image of Sailor Moon looking up at them, looking super shocked. And and now all of a sudden we're snapping back to action because if you remember, Mamoru was looking for Chibiusa because she lost her hat, and he's like in charge of her little field trip thing. So he's like, "Okay, I, I need to find Chibiusa." Mm-hmm. So he we get this image of Mamoru running around. The girls are running around, but all of them are seeing the fleeing Sailor Guardian and the fleeing Tuxedo Mask characters, and they're all thinking, "Who are they? Who could they be?" And then Sailor Moon is like, "They look like dot dot dot. We're back on the dot dot." dots three arcs in we're here yeah 
So then uh, we, cut, we cut back to the schoolgirl and Chibi Moon. And Chibi Moon says, Usagi! Because the schoolgirl is closing her eyes. She's hovering her hands at Chibiusa's injury. And her hands start to glow. And her injury is gone. Completely healed by the schoolgirl. So don't know who the schoolgirl is, but she's got some magical powers. Mm. Because Chibiusa's like, look, my scrape, it's gone. And Usagi's like, did that girl just, is, did she heal her? and then sailor moon says you should still make sure to disinfect it when you get home and she wraps it up in like a bandage disinfect what there's nothing left there yeah it's just skin bitch that's that's my fucking skin <laughs> but anyway so the schoolgirl says i know it's creepy i've had this weird power ever since i was little so clearly she's gotten this before that people think it's really off-putting that she can heal people yeah that, that she has that some sort terrible. of powers i know god forbid you heal my injury like god forbid i don't have to wait two weeks for it to heal Mm. like y'all should be thanking her first of all my sweet baby child y'all should be thanking her i am (sighs) like don't talk to my daughter this is my (laughs) child my i have her birth certificate okay this is don't talk to my daughter anyway I know exactly <laughs> uh, so Mamoru comes uh, running up and he's he says Sailor Moon Chibi Moon and then the schoolgirl says you need to leave security is very strict here there will be trouble if they find you and she says uh, or no this is Chibiusa Chibiusa says thank you and um, would you mind telling me your name <gasps> and ah <laughs> Okay, that panel bitch is going on Sailor Manga. <laughs> ah! She's so beautiful. She's and on so your other beautiful. ass cheek. Yeah, that's gonna no, that's gonna be right above my actual asshole. Just a little blink okay. before you see it. <laughs> that no, that's gonna be my tramp stamp. <laughs> that's what that is. <laughs> So we get this beautiful panel of this black-haired girl, and she's smiling at them, and she says, it's Hataru Tomoe. Ah, my daughter, my actual child. I love her so much. Oh my god, look at her. Why do I love her? Listen on to find out. (laughs) So, (laughs) she says her name's Hataru, and Chibiusa's like, oh, Hataru. And then we, we stay with Hataru. We don't stay with the Guardians. We immediately follow Hataru around. And Hataru... Uh, is walking towards the Tomoe Research Institute, which, if you remember, Chibiusa saw in the last chapter, and she didn't know why it was there, you know, what's going on, why is there this random research institute in the back of a school. So Hataru stumbles through the doorway, and she actually falls to the ground again because she's having another painful infliction. And I know my poor baby. Um, She stumbles into the institute, and this woman comes up (laughs) with red hair and a braid on top. Where have we heard that before? No idea. Mm. Um, But she's wearing this black dress. I just imagine it being black, even though it's not drawn really dark. I just picture black. I don't know why. But anyway. Yeah. Um, She's like, Hataru? Oh no, what's the matter? Another fit? And so she goes up to Hataru and she says, you should go to your room and get some rest. And she's like, you know, putting her hand on Hataru's shoulder, trying to comfort her, trying to be nice. And Hataru like bucks her off of her and says, let go of me. I can get there myself. So she's not having it, sis. Hataru is not having it. She's not. So 
So then this scientist, this professor-looking guy, comes up. And let's just describe him really quick. We need so to. He, so he's in a suit, but over his suit, he's wearing a lab coat. And he's got, like, I believe he has, like, white-gray hair, if I remember correctly, from the anime. Yeah. I think I, I've seen it. Yeah. I think that's right. Um, but he's wearing glasses. And his right eye, right? Because it looks like the left, so that would be his right eye. His right, it, yeah. His right eye is sort of, how do you describe this? You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of, if anyone has seen the show Yu-Gi-Oh! I don't know if you have, Marcella. I've heard of it. Okay, so in Yu-Gi-Oh! there's this, like, eyepiece. Um, they have, like, all these uh, artifacts, right? That are, like, magical, mm. have abilities or whatever. And it looks just like it. I'm trying to Google it right now so that we can get the image. What is it called? Yeah, me too. It's like a, it's like an eye medallion or something. Oh, my oh, God. Can, I know you get because of the cards. Millennium Eye. That's it. The Millennium Eye. Oh, yeah, it does. It looks very weirdly like the Millennium but Eye. But it's kind of like a jewel as well. Yeah. That's what it looks like to me as yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Hmm. It's like an eye patch covering one of the lenses of his. <sighs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's what it and looks like. Fun fact. This is called, the in Yu-Gi-Oh, it's called the Millennium Eye because it comes from Egypt. And who is the, the bad guy in this arc? Pharaoh 90? Oh. I'm just saying connections. Love it. <laughs> anyway, so yes, it's like this eye jewel patch sort of thing over his eye. And it sort of eclipses over his glasses too. It looks really yeah. like almost like a monocle, but he's wearing glasses. Yeah. One of the lenses yeah. just looks weird out of place, we'll say. Anyway, so he says, what's the matter, Hataru? And, and what are you doing here, Kaori? So the woman's name is Kaori. And Kaori says, Professor, it was nothing. I was just a little too forward, that's all. So even though Hatari was a little rude to her, she's still trying to be nice. So good for Kaori, I guess. Mm. And uh, he says, the professor says, Hataru, Kaori has taken very good care of you since your mother died. I don't want you bothering her with your tantrums. <laughs> so right away, we're getting Hatari's backstory. Her mother died. Mm. Who is this man to her? We don't know. Mm. But I love that, that image of him and Kaori because Kaori looks really concerned in the background. So, I mean, that's nice at least. Yeah. But Hataru says, fine, you just keep kissing up to Papa. So this is her dad, which mm -hmm. I don't know about, you need to tell me this, Marcella. In my Eternal Edition, there's a, a gr grammar error. It actually says, you just keeping kissing up to Papa? Oh, it does in mine too, but my brain does, okay. auto-corrected it. Yeah, so I was reading it last night and I was like, you just keeping kissing up to Papa? So there, we found a defect, we found a flaw. There had to be uh, one, I guess. <laughs> yeah, there has to be one. Um, but Hataru continues with, I don't care if you're his secretary or assistant or whatever. You need to learn your place. Don't try and worm your way into my family too. And Hataru storms off, runs down the hallway. I live for it. <laughs> <laughs> I love this bitch. Once again, don't talk to my daughter. Let her go to her room. Leave her alone. I'll send her a sandwich in 30 minutes. Leave her alone. Don't worry about her. I got her. I got her covered. Uh, <laughs> so the professor says I'm afraid I've been spoiling her since her mother died so when did spoiling equate to treating her with uh, human decency but whatever yeah um, I'll take over the parent the, the showing the her love and attention but yeah. 
right. spoiling her. Okay, whatever. <sighs> and Kaori says, it doesn't bother me, Professor. And so then we cut to Hataru's room. It's a little bit later in the night. She's been left alone in her room. As I said, she's eaten her sandwich. You know, it was just a, a sensible chicken tomato mayonnaise sandwich. That I made oh, it sounds for. nice with some pepper. A little, yeah, pepper, some salt, a little tinge of garlic powder. That's what she likes. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Not me being a fucking parent. Um, So she's in bed and she's starting to have her pain again. So she's grunting from her pain and she's in so much pain. And she's thinking it hurts so much. Oh, baby. My poor baby. My daughter. Um, So the professor comes in and he's like, Hataru? And he goes over to the bed and he's like, what's wrong? Are you still having that attack? And she's like, Papa. Have you, and he... Mm. Attack? Because it was a tantrum a moment ago. So. <laughs> right. So what is it, bitch? Is it yeah. is it really serious or is it childish? You need to pick. Anyway. Gaslighting, uh, huh? Super gaslighting. I'm glad you said it. Because 100% that's what's happening here. Uh, So he says, have you taken your medicine? And she says, yes. In between her huffs of breath because she's struggling and she says but it's not working and he strokes her hair and he says it will just give it some time you'll be all right (laughs) once again the gaslighting oh you'll be fine i know you're in pain but just wait it out so then he produce he has something in his hand that looks like a chain and then he pulls it out and it looks like an amulet (laughs) oh excuse me bless you thank you Uh, i'll send my blessings to hataru my poor baby um (laughs) but he pulls it out and it sort of looks like a flower almost Uh it's like this oval shape of the amulet but it's got like these like petal decorations around the top it's very beautiful i love it so much kind of like a a flowered acorn or something yes like um oh god what is it it's like the bud of a flower that hasn't opened yet Mm. and then it's got like these crystal ornaments around it Mm. gorge so he says i want to give this to you hataru thank you for being a parent and doing something thanks thanks girl um and he says it's an amulet that's been handed down in our family for generations your late mother wore it too keep this with you and it will help you sleep i need one i know right give me one so he hands the amulet to Hataru and he says, I'll come back to check on you later. Good night. <clears throat> and so as he's closing the door, Hataru's thinking, were Papa's hands always so cold? So she's getting the sense that he's changing a little bit. So just keep that in mind before we move on to further acts. <clears throat> that up. Something's up. And so she's holding up the amulet and she's thinking, how strange. The fit stopped. I'm a little scared. There's something wrong with me. I didn't used to get attacks like this and I didn't have these mood swings and we get this image of her like sort of crying in bed <clears throat> i guess and then we get this image of her like sprawled out on the bed and she says how much longer do i have left and i'm just like oh you poor angel yeah, so same thing every night <laughs> god <laughs> <laughs> jesus oh my goodness not dramatic (laughs) but uh just so y'all know when uh just because i know in black and white it's hard to tell so when we saw michiru and haruka they were in the school outfits or whatever their bows are or uh michiru's bow is a different color which Mm -hmm. indicates high school and hataru's bow was a different color and that represents middle school so she's middle school age 
And for further reference, she's in between Chibiusa and Usagi's ages. So she's like 12, maybe teetering 13 sort of age. Mm. Poor girl. And she's already thinking about like, how how much time do I have before I die? Like, Mm. God bless her. I love her so much. Uh, So (laughs) we cut to the Crown Game Center. It's back and in full swing this season. Uh, And we get the cats. Luna and Artemis are going over, once again, random footage. Who is filming this of <laughs> the Sailor Guardian and Tuxedo Mask lookalike? Maybe they send, like, Diana out. She's got, like, a little tiny <laughs> step <step-step> back. <laughs> <on her. laughs> Diana Cam, of course. <laughs> yeah. But then they were filming pre-her, you know, coming into their lives. So who did, yeah. who did it before? Obviously Artemis. So Luna could bitch about everything. Yeah. That's why we didn't see him as much. And yeah. Luna's like, God damn it, Artemis. Get the angle. It's, go underneath the trap can and get the angle i I totally see it i totally i see it too (laughs) so luna says she's looking at this footage and she says i don't believe it and then minako so just all the girls are here they're having a strategy meeting in the moon layer at the command center whatever so minako says but it's true there's nothing else it could possibly be they look just like and then they're thinking a sailor guardian and a tuxedo mask and we get these this image of what looks like michiru and haruka I love that image. It's so layered. Mm. It's got like their faces, but it's also got like their silhouettes in the background. And it's got these like um, geometric shapes overlaid. It's just a really beautiful panel, in my opinion. Yeah. Gorgeous. Um, they and then, I mean, like spotlights, don't they, on them in a way? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So then Minako says, There's no doubt in my mind, as she's thinking, they just flew away. Like it was the easiest thing in the world. Um, and I just love that Minako is this defiant. And she's like, No. Oh, shit's going down like we're here we're at the battlefront now uh so then uh i guess everyone is sort of thinking you don't mean new guardians and then yeah. ami because ami is like hey i'm here i'm still part of the team uh which we didn't notice but that's cool uh <laughs> ami says now hold on it's too risky to make assumptions we saw them from too far away come on girl yeah it's like girl quit and how is it risky that's what i don't understand how is finding out the truth risky isn't that what we're supposed to be doing like mm-hmm. i don't anyway but usagi says she's right if they're really sailor guardians why would they disappear on us wouldn't they want to talk to us and mamaru because apparently he's here with the girls too he's just part of the squad says good point instead they just vanished like they wanted to get away from us and then mako says are you saying they might be enemies and ray says i wonder if we'll see them again so maybe ray's getting an inkling uh you know her psychic connection like i wonder if we'll see them again you know sort of thing mm. spoiler yes. and then uh, spoiler yes so minako is thinking ever since we got involved with the devolved monsters and mugen academy i felt like someone was watching us don't tell me it was that sailor guardian and her tuxedo mask so then at this point minako is pissed minako is pissed the fuck off she demands action and honestly same girl same beautiful she looks though with that uh, yes she's got them slanted eyebrows she is mad mm-hmm. And she says, whether they're with us or against us, we'll see them again. I know we will. She's like, bitch, I'll make sure. I will make sure we see them again. So then Artemis says, be extra careful. And Mina says she will. And uh, who 
is it? Oh, this is still Minako. Minako says, and there are two other people we'd better keep our eyes on. We need to watch out for those two Mugen Academy students. And of course, she's talking about Michiru and Haruka. Mm. What a coincidence. Okay. Yeah, right? <laughs> so then we get this image, this uh, flashback sort of image of Michiru and Haruka about like the, the last things that they said to them. And Michiru said, there is danger here. It will eventually destroy you. And Haruka said, but come here again and you won't find me so forgiving. So Minako is thinking about this and she's like, why would they say those things to us? But Ami agrees that they need to keep a lookout on Haruka and Michiru because she says, yes, them. We don't know what's really going on at Mugen Academy yet, so it might be better to keep our distance. And Mako says, it's possible that they're with the enemy too. And Usagi's just thinking, enemies? And she's thinking about Haruka because he's so fucking hot. Who can blame the girl? And she's like, him? Our enemy? She's like, I might like a bad boy or two. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's dating Mamaru. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile she's got a boyfriend a forever lover if you will and uh she's still like but haruka's like really hot <laughs> i love it so then she's thinking about that couple michiru and haruka and we get these multiple images of them and usagi's thinking they couldn't be could they i don't know girl i guess we'll have to find out uh but then uh they're all parting ways and all the girls say, see you later, bye. And uh, Chibiusa, Usagi, and Mamaru say, take care. They're all walking together. So uh, the Tsukinos and Mamaru are all walking home together. And Usagi, I love this. Usagi's holding Chibiusa's hand. And I don't know why, but I just think that's really endearing, really cute. Oh, yeah, me too. Very cute. Um, and she says, now, Chibiusa, you can't go around giving away our secret identities without a very good reason, like you did yesterday. She feels a little bit bad about instantly transforming in front of Hataru. She's like, I'm sorry. I just kind of felt like she would be my friend. Talking about Hataru. And it's like, oh, Chibiusa. If you couldn't make me love you more, it's befriending Hataru. Because that's my daughter. <laughs> um... <laughs> So then Usagi's thinking about this, and she's just like, oh, okay. And Shibiusa says, Hataru has such pale skin, it's almost like you can see through it. She's so pretty, isn't she? And Mamoru says, they call that alabaster skin. And Shibiusa's like, alabaster? And he says, it's a beautiful stone that's so white, it looks like it's made of solid snow. Hmm. So while they're having this exchange, uh, Usagi is thinking, uh, Hataru seemed so grown up, and what was with that power she used to heal Chibiusa? So so then we cut back to the Crown Game Center, and I'm assuming that Mamoru walked Usagi and Shibuya to his place mm. because we'll just spoil it a little bit. We're gonna see them all together back at Mamoru's place. So yeah. I'm assuming he walked them back to his place, and then he walked back to the Game Center so he could like oh. rendezvous with the cats. What gems? <laughs> I know that's very nice of Mamoru. We're, we're, we're turning around on Mamoru every once yeah. in a while. He's, yeah. So then they're all going through the footage, bringing up profiles whatever the fuck they do and they bring up a profile on the professor that we've met and luna says mamo the same man owns both magenzu isle and mugen academy his name is soichi tomoe so we finally have a name this of course is hataru's father soichi and the profile says professor of genetic engineering mm -hmm. so maybe cloning very resident evil vibes very umbrella oh i love i'm loving this. Yeah, this is basically Juban, the Juban Umbrella Corporation, which, <laughs> yeah. as we know from the Resident Evil movies, they have a headquarters in Japan. 
saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Maybe it's connected. Mm. Who knows? Yeah, I think they're. Uh, they could be under the umbrella, couldn't they? Of Umbrella Corp. <laughs> yes, they could. <laughs> exactly. This is like the Tomoe branch of Umbrella of the Umbrella Corporation. Definitely. Um, it also says. Uh, I guess it just lists the things that he owns because it says Mugenzu Corporation, Tomoe Research Institute, Educational Corporation, Mugen Academy, Corporate Representative, currently living in Tokyo. So they they got his fucking info, bitch. They got his IMDb page. Uh, exactly so mom, it it's his LinkedIn. I don't know. It's his LinkedIn. You have LinkedIn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we do. <laughs> so Mama is like Soichi Tomoe, Mugenzu, Tomo Research Institute, and Mugen Academy. So they're pon- pondering all this. Uh, but then we cut to let's just say the evil fountain <laughs> because it's the same image we saw at the beginning of the arc where mm. this woman in this black clad dress and red hair hint oh. hint. Uh, is standing in front of this fountain and in the background of the fountain is this like ancient looking structure and so she's looking into the the fountain the 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 pool the water she's like hmm as if this situation weren't odd enough now a daemon defect escapes from the lab oh and just for further clarification this is kaola night we met her last last chapter the yes. red haired girl she's got the staff with the black star at the helm of it beautiful mm, great dress yes and so she's looking into the pool and she can sort of bring up images in the pool like very witchy it's almost like uh oh what do they call it uh the way my mind blanked on it shit i just Ew. read a book i just read a book about this yeah i had uh, it for a second then my mind went to damn well. it yeah i went blank it, it, it's definitely this thing that's sort of common between witches like looking into a pool of water and being able to see shit I feel just, like we just need to google we haven't uh, had a google moment yep, in a while let's google it witches witches pool of water it's like divination that's what i mean yeah something like that <sighs> no not swimming hydromancy to see what's hydromancy Oh, control of water, I would assume. Oh, yeah. Well, um, divination of means um, of science yeah, derived if... from the appearance of water and its movements. So it's not seeing something within it, like a reflection, like kind of, mm, no, it's something different. What is it? Like I've seen it in films. Oh, God, it's killing me. <gasps> scrying. There you go. Scrying with water. Scrying bowl. Yes, that's it. I was like, it's that um... thing. I was like, it's that thing they do in Charmed, but they do it with a crystal instead. Scrying. Didn't they do that in the last? Act was it uh, one of the um, so. Rubiuses? Uh, didn't she? No, she used that. Oh no! Where she, where you track water? Right. She she did. Uh, fuck. What was that called? God damn it. <laughs> Not us Googling this entire episode. <laughs> that wasn't divination, was it? No, it was, oh my god. Berthier. <laughs> Sailor Moon. Water. Oh my god, what was it? Oh my god, I hate us. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what was it called? What was it called? <laughs> oh my god, the way I can't find it. Berthier yeah, Mock. Oh, dousing? Dousing. That's it. Damn like, it. Let's, yeah, <laughs> we need to focus because I'm gonna. We're gonna be googling everything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. To do so, with water. So Not basically, that I don't love a Google, but I know. Same. So she's scrying using the water. It's a way mm. to see and see other people, see what they're doing. Uh, she could also be doing water divination, like uh, uh Ray does with the fire. Uh, so it's some type of magical act. That's all you need to know. Um, so she sees this image of Sailor Moon doing Moon Spiral Heart. 
attack on the daemon, uh, excuse me, on the Matt daemon. And she says, and the Sailor Guardians crush it right in front of that Hataru girl. So she already knows Hataru's name, which, hmm, how does she know Hataru's name? Very interesting. Mm -hmm. And she's thinking, is this the power that Master Fero 90 told me about? The power of the light that so resembles the Tyrone crystal? No, this power is stronger. Much, much stronger. If I can make that power ours, the Master is sure to be pleased. But first, I must identify the lights that Master said would bring us ruin. There's no, there is no time to lose. Reflecting pool. There we go. It's called a reflecting pool. Okay. There we go. Show me. And she sees swirling lights, but three of these lights are really, really bright. Almost like a solar system, dare I say, it looks like. Oh, yeah. And she says, one, two, three, counting the lights. And then elsewhere, in a dream, someone hears, awake, come together, three talismans, your guiding light will bring the dawn of destruction. And Mamaru gasps himself awake. <gasps> Love a good gas. But Kaolinite also gasped because <laughs> she glimpsed this dream and she heard the same things that Mamaru heard. Mm. Yes. So Kaolinite says, three lights. I was close to finding something, but the reading failed. Did someone interfere? Mm. So we know that Mamaru is very good at reading people. Yeah. So maybe his powers are growing to where he can read things even when he's asleep. His psychometry powers are growing is what I'm taking away from this. We love and to he was, see it. And he was able to intercept Kaolinite's reading, which honestly is just a wonderful world building thing that Nao did, and I appreciate it. Me too. I'm just sorry, I'm dying over the next panel already. Oh, it is cute, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, depending on which one you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so Mamoru wakes up in bed and Usagi and Chibiusa are in bed with him. They're all curled up and like close to him. Chibi. She does look so cute. <laughs> So uh, he's thinking, there's that dream again. In my dream, someone was calling to someone else, telling them to awaken. Three talismans? Destruction? And then he says three talismans again, because I guess he likes to be redundant. And then he's thinking, are we supposed to get all of them? Or if they're going to bring about destruction, is my dream a warning to stay away from them? Or maybe destroy them yourself. Exactly. So, but at least we're getting something going on. We got the three talismans have been talked about. The bad guys are after them. This light that can bring destruction we're starting to get the structure of what the fuck this arc is going to be about mm. so then we cut to the triangle uh. aisles uh. <laughs> we cut to the triangle aisles where michiru and haruka live mm. And we close in on Michiru's mirror. And Haruka says, what's wrong? And uh, that image of Michiru, she looks fucking gorgeous. Uh, she says, I was trying to do some divination with my mirror. And so this is the divination episode. This is all about fucking magic, bitch. Because Michiru can do mirror divination. Kayla Knight's mm -hmm. doing water divination. Ray can do fire divination. Oh, yeah. The, the psychic powers are out and proud today. So Michiru says, but something interfered and the glass fogged over over but it's all right i wiped it clear that almost sounds like she was like making sure nothing came through the mirror to me <laughs> if, if she's like i wiped it clear don't worry it's fine yeah so um. that's very interesting 
But Haruka, <laughs> uh, Haruka's in like a, a like a unbuttoned shirt, just flashing his body. Love it. And he comes up behind Michiru and folds, like pulls her into a hug, like f- hugs her from the back. And he like kisses her hair. Oh, <laughs> and he I says, know. I love that shit. He says, Michiru, you know it's possible that we're just wasting our time. And that panel of them two with her neck craned and he's kissing her hair. Oh! And she's like leaning back into him. Oh my God. Oh my god. Fuck Usagi and Mamoru. We're Michiru and Haruka stands. Oh yeah. He's a, yeah. ITP. Oh, I love him. So Haruka says, it, it might not matter what we do. It might already be too late. And Michiru says, we knew that when we started, Haruka. The wheels of fate have already begun to turn. We're on the verge of a new awakening. Our only choice now is to get all three talismans. Oh, what? Once again, you know what? This is talismania. It's all about the talismans. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Talismania, girl. It's here. <laughs> so, and that, uh, Michiru looks up into Haruka's eyes very lovingly, grabs his hand as she says this about the three talismans. Um, gorgeous panel. I mean, this panel with Michiru and Haruka is probably one of my favorite we've gotten. I mean, second to Hataru, my sweet baby angel. Mm. But uh, I just, I love them so much. These new characters are, in case you hadn't guessed, are my favorite. <laughs> like ever (laughs) um so yeah whatever so then we cut to uh the bookstore oh yes the new bookstore the new bookstore which is called books um (laughs) it lets you know what's going on but this is the same bookstore that's right outside of the crown game center so we're we're right outside the crown game center oh lord we don't get owned by uh oh god i hope it's not another uh furuhata franchise i hope not matoki you're on probation like you need to keep your ducks in a row Mm. and keep your dicks away So anyway, <laughs> Mamoru is reading about uh, Soichi Tomoe, Hatari's dad, the professor. Mm. And it's like this profile on him, I guess, talking about Mugen Academy and how, you know, it's a school from elementary to graduate school. He's the representative. He's a professor. He's a doctor of genetic engineering, blah, 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 blah. What's it telling us that the internet didn't? I know, right? <laughs> nothing (laughs) i don't know why he's reading it yeah good research memory you've discovered what we already knew exactly i don't know why he's dwelling on it he must have talismania that's this is a really boring bookstore as well i mean not that (laughs) non-fiction is boring at all but um this particular book looks boring i mean it does this might as well be a mugen academy like um meet the professor's book Like, yeah, it seems stupid. What? What? <sighs> seems really. Why would you bother putting in a book if you've got it on LinkedIn? Exactly. Stupid. Just excessive. And Agreed. Oh, and, and then d- why would you sell it in a bookstore? Who the fuck's gonna buy it? <laughs> True. I'm uh, uh, not me. Why would I waste the money? Books are already hundreds of dollars. You think I'm gonna waste it on this bullshit? Why Absolutely isn't this not. a manga sh- manga store? I mean, oh my god, that would be so cute. And like Minako going up and like buying the Sailor V comics that they make. And that she's like, cute. and she's like, no, this is that's not true. I hit him first. He didn't hit me first. <laughs> and then she's flipping through, and she's like, no, 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 no. She had blonde hair, not brown. That that's inaccurate. She has like a red marker, and she's like making notes. <laughs> <laughs> and she sends it in to the to the manufacturer. 
Love it. <gasps> oh, I've just literally seen the, the title of the book is reading. It's your guide to famous private schools. And hold the phone. This is a brand new school. A book about it's already out? Yeah. So how is it famous? It's brand new. No one's, nobody, it, they they live in the same town and nobody even Exactly. So how is that in any way make it famous? I wish I knew. I really wish I knew. Don't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. But anyway, as Mamaru is reading this, Michiru comes up in her Mugen Academy outfit and she comes up to him and says trying to find out more about Mugen Academy and he's like huh what he's been caught red-handed and Michiru says Professor Tomoe the owner of the school is a highly renowned instructor instructor although he was banished from academia many years ago mm-hmm. and Mamaru's like banished thinking to himself and then she says did you know that some people call Mugen Academy a school for witches mm-hmm. and she says maybe because so many of its students are multi-talented or maybe and then she starts to laugh indicating that it's really for witches Mm. so then this random bitch let's call her kari kari comes up (laughs) i'm just giving the random person a name in case i didn't know she says excuse me coming up to michiru and she says are you michiru kayo the violinist and michiru Michiru of course says yes and kari says i'm a big fan can i have your autograph so of course michiru is very humble about it gets the autograph and mamaru is watching he's like michiru kayo the violinist and while she's signing the autograph mamaru says and are you one of these multi-talented witches and michiru says yes i am and i just love that she's like i'm not pulling no punches bitch yeah i'm great and she says i'll be giving a concert soon i'd love to see you there i'll give you tickets yeah and who should see this exchange but of Uh. course Usagi and she sees Michiru and Mamaru together she's like is that Mamo what is he doing with her and then she hangs back and she's spying on them and she's thinking I thought we all decided we have to watch out around her Mamo what are you talking to her about Uh and then Usagi looks at Michiru with just a little bit more and she remembers the Sailor Guardian lookalike that they saw she's like wait she and she's thinking that they look so much alike of course and then we're cutting back to the crown game center you know a little bit down the street and usagi dips in she like sort of ran there sort of didn't meet with mamaru just slunk into the game center and then she's yanked by her hair like her entire ponytail you might as well say her the tail of her bun and she's yanked and it's fucking haruka (laughs) just yanking on girl's hair like what the fuck are you doing haruka really you have to ask permission for that i know really rude but he says hey uh we meet again buns do you come here often get the okay haruka you're a smooth talker you're hot as hell but that was lame as shit (laughs) what the fuck was that i know he's like i don't have to put effort in (laughs) he's already hook line and sinkered her Yeah. yeah But, uh, first of all, you called her bunhead before, but now it's just buns. Mm. And then the the cliche, do you come here often? You already know she does, first of all. So, like, what are you doing, dude? Uh, anyway. Although he's winking at the same time, so maybe he knows. Maybe he's being playful. Yeah, maybe he's like, I know this is, you know, tacky as shit. True, true, true. He's, he's like, he's being ironic. Yeah, I could see that. That, That's fair. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. So, so Usagi's looking at Haruka, and she's thinking, Haruka? Tenno. He looks just like that masked guardian we saw, the tuxedo mask one. And so then Usagi. <laughs> 
Usagi says, hey, can I ask you, are you a sailor guardian? <laughs> she just flat out asks Haruka if he's a sailor guardian. As if it's the most normal thing ever. Hmm. And Haruka's like, what? Sailor guardian? What's that? And he just starts laughing his ass off. And Usagi is blushing. And she's thinking to herself, stupid, stupid, stupid. You are such an idiot, Usagi. Of course he's not. He's a guy. Oh, Usagi. Why would you fucking do that? I don't understand. Why she asked Haruka flat out if he was a guardian. But uh, Love it. it. It's a wonderful comic sense. <laughs> like, it's a wonderful humor moment. Oh, yeah. But Haruka says, so you're into that kind of thing, huh? Guardians and battling. So, like, are you and your friends pretending you're in some war? And then what I find interesting about this that specific comment is he's mm. basically asking if her friends are the sailor guardians. Yeah. Because why else would she even bring it up? And I think that's really dangerous because she's outing her identity. <laughs> to to seemingly some stranger but then furthermore i'm gonna say this is minako because this is minako energy to me yeah before usagi can answer minako says it's not pretend stay away from usagi and then they turn around and all four girls are there ready to fucking fight but the look on minako's face she's done she's about to beat haruka into a pulp and i love it Mm. but again this is really dangerous to say it's not pretend because you're implying that there is a war and that you're also participating in it yeah careful girls so be careful (laughs) but haruka just says ugh fine and he leaves Which, honestly, a boss move. Love it. Uh, So all all five of the girls, including Usagi, are looking at Haruka leave, and they're just like, you know, don't know what's going on, blah, blah, blah. Honestly, the girls should be reprimanding reprimanding Usagi about almost outing their secret. And then Usagi needs to be like, well, Venus, you confirmed it, so fuck you. That's what I want to see. But then we cut to uh, the Crown Fruit Parlor. Hey. Uh, yeah, we haven't seen this this season yet, so love to see it. And Chibiusa's getting her ice cream on. Looks like oh, an ice cream sundae. A looks... Nickabocca Glory, as we call them here. A what? Nickabocca Glory. What the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> what do we call them? Knickerbocker Glory? Yeah. What's it mean? It's an ice cream, like ice cream with things in it and the wafers and sprinkles and cream and fudge sauce. Knickerbocker. A layered oh. ice cream sundae that's served in a tall, comfortable oh glass with a distinctive long spoon, long spoon, particularly in Great Britain and Ireland, the Knickerbocker Glory. Oh, we just call that, it's the same thing, but we just call that an ice cream sundae. Yeah. I wonder where the name came from. I know. That's what I'm curious about. An early form of Knickerbocker glory is believed to have originated in new york in the early in 1900s. the ni- 1900s uh oh it's named after the knickerbocker hotel in manhattan oh the hotel was pink and cream colored oh, <gasps> oh my goodness after its closure in 1920 a tall pink and cream colored dish was created in honor of the hotel oh oh that's actually really sweet at some point in the 1920s the, the dish immigrated to the united kingdom where it attained great acclaim well there you go we still love it here we retained it we were like you know what ice cream cream i love that we're gonna keep hold of it that's amazing you guys don't want it the name yeah we love to see it you have to always you have to order a knickerbocker glory and see if it uh confuses the waitress (laughs) oh my god i totally should and they're like i don't we don't have that i'm like it's an ice cream sundae (laughs) (laughs) 
And so, then just, yeah, be wiki, go wiki on her ass. Yeah, be like, Google it, bitch. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, Usa, uh, not Usagi, Chibiusa is having this Knickerbocker glory. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know who is saying this. I'll give it to Ami. Sure. Ami says, wow, Chibiusa, they elected you representative of your new class? And Chibiusa's like, yep. I even got to be in the opening ceremonies to speak for my class. I saw all the new little kids. They were so cute. Oh. I know. Good for you, Chibiusa. Probably because you uh, killed a vampire in your class. Good for you. Oh, yeah. She's earned it. <laughs> she's earned it. <laughs> so uh, Usagi's like, Chibiusa, class representative. They were cute. It's the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> And Ami's like, it makes sense to me. And Minako says, it's the perfect job to make use of her snotty attitude. (laughs) Very true. So then Minako says, so Chibiusa is in her second year of elementary school. And Usagi says, and we've reached the dreaded third year of middle school. And there's this panel of all four of them. uh, Minus Ray, of course. Don't know why. Well, we'll get to Ray in a minute. Um, And then Usagi's like, oh, it's so depressing. Entrance entrance exams are right around the corner. Entrance exams are like for high school. They have to take them to get into high school, from what I understand. Uh, And Minako says, if the enemy strikes now, I'm definitely going to have to repeat a year. And Mako says, now, now, never mind all that doom and gloom. Remember, tomorrow is April 17th, Ray's birthday. Let's all have a party for her, okay? I'll bake a cake. And she's got her diary open. (laughs) And she's like looking in her diary and there's cupcakes and these sweets around her. Very cute. But what I wanted to mention here is this is exactly one year after the Casablanca one. Oh. Because that was her 14th birthday. It was. So she's turning 15. She's an Aries, isn't she? We've already figured this out. Yeah, she's an Aries. Yep. So love that. But um, Mako looks around and she's like, huh? Come to think of it, where is Ray? I don't see her. And then she's like, Ray! Like she's like just down the corner. She just calls for her. And Minako says, Ray left yesterday yesterday to go train at Mount M. And I just love that Minako knew. Like, Ray sent Minako a text and was like, hey, I'm going to the mountain, let the girls know. Because yeah. I ship them and that's her girlfriend. Anyway, uh, <laughs> she let her girlfriend know where she was going. Oh. Uh, and Mako's like, training? She said she wanted to spend her 15th birthday purifying herself in the mountains. And then she says something about, and her school would adva- will advance her automatically, so she doesn't have to take tests. So I guess because of the private school, she doesn't have to take interest exams like the other girls do right so good for good for ray she's also purifying herself because she's like it's a year since that douchebag since kaido true yeah so she's she's just rather than sort of sit and dwell on it she's going to do mm-hmm. something constructive and exactly you know, and i also and love that this herself. yeah exactly and i also love that this gives us a timeline so like towards the end of the dark kingdom was april because zoocyte was in play mm-hmm. and you know shortly after they defeat kunzite and so within the year they've already defeated the black moon wow and they're starting on this new enemy in all in the span of a year so they've the been black moon fucking didn't make much impact then did they i, I guess not I mean, <laughs> probably because they were going back and forth to time all the damn time mm, true anyway so mako's like what but i wanted to have a party meanwhile the cats are nearby and artemis says artemis gets a speaking role in this good for you artemis he said She's look at this luna <laughs> 
not allowed this. Oh, gosh. But he says, look at this, Luna. And she's like, what? And it's the newspaper because we know the cats love the newspaper. The news pop. The news popper. In the parlor. (laughs) The news popper. (laughs) I couldn't help myself. (laughs) But yeah, they're just reading this in the fruit parlor. Like, casual to have the cats in there. Uh, So anyway, they're looking at it. And it's a Mugen Academy. Uh, It says Mugen Academy Annual New Student Camp on Mount M. Which is conveniently where Ray is training. Like crying out loud. Yeah. So Luna says Mugen Academy Annual New Student Camp on Mount M. And then we... They're there right now. You know what? I think you might be on to something. Uh, so we cut to uh, the Mount M, and uh, honestly, we cut to Mount M, but then I, I think we cut back to like the evil fountain. Yeah, that's sort of what I'm getting. Um, and then we see Kaolinite, or yeah, we see Kaolinite's feet. Maybe who cares? But we hear someone saying Kaolinite, so they're speaking to Kaolinite. And then we get the image of the first of the witches five. It is time, <laughs> you guys, the first of the witches five. And she says, it is I, Udiel of the Witches Five. Please allow me to go first. And just so you have an idea of what she looks like, she's got mm-hmm. red hair, similar mm-hmm. to Kaolinite. And it's in like three loose braids. They're yeah. not braids. Well, they're, no, like, they're not braids. Oh. They're like pony, t- not ponytails. Uh, ponytails. They're loose ponytails. Okay, they're loose ponytails. Like, yeah. Thank you. She's got like three loose ponytails. I know my basically. braids. I never miss a braid moment. I know. Love a braid. Uh, she's got a... a a black star on her forehead. She's got black star earrings, black star cro- uh, choker, and she's in this like almost cheerleader looking outfit because she's got like a bralette on and like a very cheerleader-esque looking skirt. Uh, but it's all black. All black. And she has a staff similar to Kaolinite with a um, how can I describe it? It's a staff, but at the top of it, it's like an infinity symbol surrounded by a black star. That's what it looks like. Yeah. So then she transforms into a Mugen Academy student outfit. <laughs> and she says, as Yuko Arimura, so she's got an alias as Yuko Arimura. She says, leader of Mugen Academy's philosophy class and director of etiquette. I will instruct the students on every particular, every particular, what does that mean? I will instruct the students on every particular of the school's rules and regulations. So every detail of it, I guess. Yeah, it's just worded really weird. Anyway, mm. and make them swear to dedicate their vessels and hostia to our master. And then Kaolinite is pleased by this. And she says, I leave it in your hands, Udiel. And so then we officially cut to Mount M and <clears throat> we see like the, what looks like the the summit of the, where the school would be hanging out, where Mugen Academy would be. And a little bit farther away, we see Ray and she's uh, standing in the middle of a waterfall, which uh, we love to see it. And she's sort of, you know, meditating, whatever at this waterfall. And then back at the evil fountain, Kaolinite sees ripples in the reflecting pool. She's a little little uh, perturbed by this. And she says, some other thought wave is coming into the pool from the same location as Udiel. So she's sensing some power. Mm. And then uh, Ray hears, right? This is Ray. Or no, Ray and Kaolinite hear, awake. The time has come. Destruction is at hand. Bring together the three talismans. So Ray's eyes 
eyes shoot open. And then Kaolinite sees this and she's freaking out looking at the reflecting pool. And both Kaolinite and Ray are like the three talismans. And Kaolinite says, the three talismans, are those the lights that will bring us to ruin? Where are they? I must find these three talismans and destroy them. Meanwhile, Ray is thinking, what does that mean? Destruction? What's going to happen? Three talismans. Good love. Yeah. Yeah. Destruction probably doesn't mean uh, rainbows and bunnies and butterflies. Just, just to throw that out there. Mm. She's like three talismans. Is that a key phrase that's going to lead our enemies to their destruction? And then breaking her out of her concentration. (laughs) We hear Ray and it's fucking (laughs) Mako. (laughs) And Ray's like, Mako. And, uh, Mako was the first to reach the summit. She's like, whew, we finally made it. And who does she mean by we? Of course, Ami Usagi and Minako are joining her. <laughs> she brought the whole crew. And Usagi's like, hey, it's Ray." And Ray's like, you're all here? And they're all wheezing. They're all out of breath. I love it. Minako says, I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> And she's breathing real heavy. And Ami's like, well, we did climb a mountain. And uh, Usagi says, do you always train in crazy places like this? And Ray's like, what are you all doing here? And then they're just like, happy 15th birthday, Ray! And they break out the drinks, and Ray just succumbs to the fact that they're here. Because, I mean, they're Mm -hmm. already here. What is she going to do? Send them away? No. So they break out some drinks. They cheers to Ray and her birthday. And Maku did make a birthday cake. Like, she had the time. We love her. She says, I baked a cake. I just really wanted us to have a party. And then uh, her girlfriend, Mina, Uh says, I brought flowers. Your favorite, Casablanca's. The the continuity. The continuity. The reminder. Ooh, good point. I didn't think about that. But hopefully Ray sees them and she's like, oh my god, you remembered my favorite flower. Yeah. Hopefully. And the the cake looks really cute. It's got a bunny on it, which is Usagi symbol. So, don't know what that's about. Maybe you should have put a crow on the cake. Just Usagi just making it herself a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, I can can vibe with that. (laughs) Uh, So Usagi reveals her present and she says, I got you his and hers cups. So she got a matching teacup set. And I think she says, I thought I'd go with Laura Ashley. I'm assuming that's the brand. Laura Ashley, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a... It's, oh, it's do you know it? Yeah, 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 I know Laura Ashley. Hmm. Oh, I didn't realise they had it in it. Because I had no idea. Yeah, Google it. <laughs> oh, okay. Why not? But yeah, it's a shop. It's all very kind of uh, flouncy and flowery. And... Oh, okay. Oh, I see. <gasps> this shit looks expensive. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. I like this. It, but well, it looks like, expensive. How do they sell it? Furniture and homeware. They used to do clothes as well. Well, but, um, yeah, that's what I was saying too. All very clothes. pretty and flowery. And yeah, cute. Um, so then Usagi says, "You can let your grandpa use one." <laughs> <laughs> Implying that Ray having a boyfriend's ridiculous. Just because he with a uh... with Minako. Yeah, yeah. Because then Usagi says, and of course, when you get a boyfriend, it's his. And Ray's like, mind your own business, Usagi. I know. How many times does she have to say she doesn't want a boyfriend? Exactly. Like <laughs> respect her choice, please. Mm. But then we get Ami's present, and Ami says, "Here's what I got you, Ray. Every exam student needs to have one of these workbooks. Ta-da!" And it says, "Advanced workbook. Um, it's to study with." In case y'all need to know because it's on she me. doesn't okay <laughs> 
<laughs> and she's not an exam student. Exactly. Question. That's why this is a terrible present. Yeah. Oh, Ray, Ray doesn't have to take an exam. <laughs> so it's... Uh, because Ami um. says, we're all third years in middle school now, so I hope you and I can study together. You may go to an all-girls escalator school, but you can't underestimate exams. Bitch, she doesn't have to take them. doesn't have to take them. You've <laughs> literally said that on the previous page. And I doubt that your lessons are going to be exactly the same as what hers are. Exactly. Oh, Ami. Oh, Ami. She's oh. like, I'm trying to be the, rele- the, the relevant guardian. And it's like, it's not working. <laughs> Only shut up and go away. <laughs> exactly. Ugh. Actually, I feel really hot. That was a bit too harsh. Uh, you know what? I don't. Just, <laughs> just be quiet. Just shut up, Army. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't dislike Army this much, but now I know. But now I do. <laughs> Agreed. I'm, I'm right there with you. And the other girls are a little agreed or a little uh, aggravated with her too, because Usagi's like, ugh, Ami. But Ami says, I brought one for each of you. We can have a study party. And Minako's yeah, like, not. right. Minako's like, we're deep in the mountains. Nobody wants to see that stuff here. Like, we're here to celebrate Ray's birthday. That's the reason we came. We're not going to fucking know, study. I just dragging it down and reminding us of reality in school. Yeah. We're having a little. <sighs> girls break exactly God, fucking army what's that text stuff in the background by the way because i don't know it looks almost newspapery but what's really why sure. is there the random word cupboard i don't know that's a good point because i also see words like uh uh speculation story uh county something about county designs cool. i don't know it's like random words I'm, around the page i've got my reading glasses on but i'm literally gonna have to hold it up to my nose here it's just liverpool liverpool Newcastle. Newcastle. Uh, What's what going on? There's the month of May in here, uh, and then it, then it gets to be like backwards and upside down. I, mean, I don't know. Oh, I got excited there. Thought it said the, the name of the village I live in, but it doesn't. <laughs> That'd be crazy. That would be crazy. But anyway, so Mako's like anyway, as everyone's arguing about <laughs> studying, she's like anyway, Ray. Does this mean you? new mugen academy has a camp for all its new students and they're having it in the lodge here at mount m so that's what we've been seeing images of is the lodge and it's right next to where they are it's right next door walking distance exactly and ray says yes i knew to be honest that's part of the reason i came here and maka and maka's like why didn't you say anything to the rest of us you didn't have to come out here all by yourself and ray's like yeah it's just i had a bad feeling about it we have a duty to keep usagi safe and unharmed if we have the chance then we need to stop things before they happen without getting usagi involved that's why i didn't say anything so i think that ray was just afraid that the other girls would like okay usagi come with us and ray's like no i'm trying to do this without bringing in usagi to have to deal with it Mm. we're trying to nip it in the bud right and maka's just like okay so then there's this massive clamoring going on at the lodge and just lots of fucking noise. And they're like, what's going on? And then Ray's like, Mugen Academy is practicing judo in that lodge over there. So of course the girls get a little curious about what's going on. So they, they nip on down to the lodge. And I love that panel of like them stacking their heads on top of each other. Very yeah. uh, situational comedy. Love it. Mm-hmm. And who is here practicing judo but 
fucking Haruka. So of course Haruka's here. Mm -hmm. Because why wouldn't he be? Why wouldn't he be? Exactly. Um, And he says, what are you doing here? Pointing at the girls. And Usaki's like, what? And he says, every time I turn around, there you are. You can come out of hiding now. He's like, bitch, I see you. And Usagi covers her mouth and she's like, I don't believe this. Why do I keep running into him? And Haruka says, what are you doing all the way up here in the mountains? Are you girls camping out here too? What a coincidence. So is he not with the school? He's just camping out? Because he's implying that he's just camping. Yeah. But he's also participating in the school's judo. He says, what a coincidence. And Mako takes charge and goes up to him and says, well, excuse us if we're in the mountains for some training too. And I love Ray in the background being like, Mako, like, shut up. (laughs) She's like, damn, girl, chill. But Haruka's like, training, eh? Well, since you're here, any of you want to spar with me? I'll toughen you up. Have you ever done judo before? I'll spar with him. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so here comes Mako. She's like, oh, I'll spar with you. Oh, She's like ready to fight Oh this my bitch. gosh, she's already changed as well. <laughs> she is. And Minako's like, Mako, chill. But Mako is outfitted in like the, the karate outfit or whatever. And she's saying it to herself, he thinks he's so hot. And then they start to get ready to battle. And before Mako can even think about making the first move Haruka takes Mako and like flips her over his shoulder right onto her back right onto her back she's on her ass she planned (laughs) you think it was a sexual ploy (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying I'd do it but I'd totally do it it's like I'll spar with you Like we do the Sailor Moon voice, Haruka Tano. (laughs) Hot helicopter hubbies are in your area now. Call 1-800-555-HOT. I think the wine is hitting me. (laughs) I know. She's climbed one mountain. She's ready to climb another. (laughs) She's ready to go to the the tippy top of Haruka (laughs) Summit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Plant her flag. I thought you were going to say plant her flower. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, you know what I, you know where I was going. I did, I did. So, so anyway, I'm, I'm sorry, fanning myself because I'm really warm. <laughs> It's Haruka's fault. Yeah. So Ami's like, Mako! And then, yeah, hot flash. Um, A Haruka flash. And Minako (laughs) is going over to Mako, and Mako's got like the X'd out eyes. And Minako says, she's done done for. Minako says, hey, she's a delicate young lady. You're supposed to go easy on her. And Haruka says, this has nothing to do with gender. Or is it that you think a woman should always expect to lose to a man? Do you really think you can protect the people you care about with an attitude like that it's like oh haruka hitting us with the wisdom and he looks so hot in that panel (laughs) (laughs) oh god but usagi's looking at adam and she's just like oh (laughs) but mako gets up to her feet and she's thinking i can't stand it i refuse to believe that i only lost because i'm a girl and then out of nowhere this girl with three loose ponytails says you what are you doing here and all the girls are like oops we're caught (laughs) 
and they run out and Haruka is like nothing miss I was just talking to some girls who came here with a different school and in case you didn't know you guys this is Yuko aka Udiel and she's like really so then night falls upon Mount M it's nighttime now and all the girls are trying to get some sleep but Ray is a little restless Ray gets up and she stirs Mako away and Mako's like Ray what are you doing and Ray's like shh and then she's she I guess she motions for her to follow her so Ray and Mako go look outside and they see like a bonfire it kind of looks like a bonfire and people surrounding this bonfire and Ray Ray says it looks like they're starting an assembly but it's in the middle of the night and it looks like they're all sort of praying very cultish very midsummer uh looks a little suspect and uh they they nip on down to the lodge they're getting closer a closer look and they're watching this happen and ray says look they're purifying themselves in the waterfall so they're near the waterfall they're ha- and like then the next panel there is something burning it almost looks like a um a ceremonial circle that they've like etched into the ground yeah with symbols in. <clears throat> with symbols like i said very cultish very uh outlast very get the fuck out of dodge yeah i wouldn't be sticking around at this point <laughs> nope sure wouldn't so I'm then the beginning of outlander. <clears throat> yeah it's i need it's, to watch, I need watch, to watch outlander we were talking about watching Killing Eve next. Oh, watch that. Oh my god. Die for the fashion. You will fucking And I just die. love Sandra Oh. I love her so much. Oh, you wait. You're going to love Villanelle. You will be stunning. You will be creating a Villanelle sim. <laughs> oh, was that I serious? guarantee it. Oh, bitch. You well, will we, love We fashion. talked about starting it last night, so oh, we honestly, probably will. Please. Yes, watch it. You will. Mm. I can't. I can't express. <laughs> can't get the words out because I'm so tongue-tied. I can't Hell express yeah. how much I'm you're ready. going to love Villanelle. In oh, fact, I'm, I'm just waiting for that uh, text message to pop up because I know, <laughs> I know it's coming. Okay. Well, I'll keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. So oh, then, yeah, of course... We... And remember, I was right. <laughs> I will. <laughs> So then we cut to Yuko, a.k.a. Udiel, in her disguise. She's reading from a book, and she says, Now we will begin the new student student orientation. To enhance our academic experience, let us learn the Mugen Academy creed together. First, creed. You sh- I know, creed. That's an interesting word choice. First, you shall love the Academy and devote yourselves to it. Second, you shall not disobey the Academy's leaders. And finally, she breaks her staff material materializes like the with the black star and the infinity symbol uh let's just say the infinity star staff love it she says you shall offer your entire being to the founder of our school our master pharaoh 90 it's asking a bit much yeah it is a lot because if you were wondering what uh the when they keep on talking about vessels and hostia we're about to learn what they mean because udiel says give master pharaoh 90 your bodies and souls so the both. vessels are their bodies and their hostia is their soul yeah, sure yeah both. One, one or the other their entire being to pharaoh 90 that's how serious <laughs> the witches five are so what do they uh, get in return 
Good point. I don't know. Power, I guess, maybe? But then they've got their body and their soul doesn't belong to them. So what do they? Oh, what do the what do the students have? Yeah. Oh, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Well, then you can't have it. Sorry. <laughs> right. It's, it's a little uh, lose-lose situation, but... They, anyway, they all look like they've been <clears throat> playing clicks, so, you know. Yeah, because a pillar of fire spreads out of this, like, ceremonial circle that they've made. And in the center of this pillar of fire is a black star getting the getting the uh feeling that the black star is the symbol of this season maybe that's why our new artwork looks the way it does is that (laughs) why we've got black stars (laughs) possibly so uh mako and ray looking at this are like they're they're in the flames a black star shape so they're still looking you know i probably would have sprang into action by this point but you know i'm not here to critique the sailor cardio but so the nearby students start to sprout black star symbols on their foreheads so like initiating the beginning of i guess harvesting <laughs> of these people yeah. and Egudiel says for our master for our continued survival you shall spend each day refining yourselves forging yourselves into the finest vessels and drop by drop you shall offer your souls and your life force your hostia up to our master Damn. and then we see this image of like exactly what it looks like their life force being drained from the students and going towards the pillar of fire specifically to the black star center but then there's a flash of energy and Udiel says who's there and then we hear your creepy (laughs) campfire party ends now Love. And then we get this panel image of the budding cop duo, Sailor Jupiter and Sailor Mars, already transformed, ready for action. And love. I know. I love their duo energy. Absolutely love it. And Mars says, under the protection of the planet of fire, I am the guardian of war, Sailor Mars. And Mako says, under the protection of the planet of lightning, I am the guardian of protection, Sailor Jupiter. And we're here to stop you. Love you. <laughs> so then Udiel breaks out of her disguise. She's over it. Oh, but look at it. She sheds her fucking Mugen Academy outfit and she's back to her cheerleader outfit. <laughs> the black cheerleader outfit. And she says, so you decided to join us, Sailor Guardians. I am Udiel, level 78 of the Death Busters, which is five. <gasps> Death Busters. Death Busters. So the collective group is called Death Busters. And yeah. then the Witches 5 is a subunit. Very much like the Black Moon Clan and mm-hmm. the Supernatural Sisters. Yeah. Yeah. So then she says, and and once I defeat you, my level's going up. Because remember, all the witches are trying to reach the level of Magus, like Kaolin. Yes. Because they want to give everything they have to Master Pharaoh 90. Mm. So then they're thinking, Death Busters. So they finally got a name to the, the people. <clears throat> and then we get the brand new attack of oh. Sailor Mars. Ugh, fucking here for mm. it. And it looks killer. Pun intended. Yeah. She says, Mars Snake Fire. <clears throat> and there's this image of a snake hovering above her head i'm assuming the snake is made out of flames love it yeah that's karen the snake though isn't it come on oh my god literally karen from reputation love mm-hmm. it <clears throat> and so the she shoots the attack towards udiel and it does hit udiel but udiel <gasps> transforms into like a medusa look 
fucking monster. Fucking here for it, bitch. Look at that snake hair. Her snake hair pops out. Also, like, her torso is very corpse-like. Very Mm. skeletal. And (laughs) Rhea's like, she changed into a monster? And then we immediately switch back to (gasps) the other girls. (laughs) Oh, I've just realized her hair now is quite reminiscent of what it was when it was in those three kind of loose ponytails, which could be kind of like... Oh my god, those could be kind of like snakes. Yeah. I didn't even realize that. Good good look. Good looking out. Literally didn't spot that before. Hell yeah, I love it. So we cut back to Usagi sleeping. Ami's waking her up. And Ami's like, Usagi, Usagi. And Usagi's like, eh, what? <laughs> and, and Ami says, Ray and Mako are gone. And she's like, oh shit. So then Minika wakes up too. And she's like, Usagi, Ami, there's a fire. And they're looking out and they can see sort of the bonfire that's happening at the lodge. Or near the lodge, near the waterfall, whatever. And then we cut back to the action. We cut back to Udiel in her Medusa form. Uh-huh. And she's just pissed. And Mars and Jupiter are like, oh shit. But not the fret. Sailor Moon, Sailor Venus, and Sailor Mercury already transformed are here on the scene. And Sailor Moon takes one look at the Medusa and she's like, we're done. It's a wrap. She breaks out the heart moon rod and she says, moon spiral heart attack. And Udiel, though she is fierce in her Medusa form, is destroyed. They don't last long, these girls today they don't but what i find interesting is it says she disappeared so was she destroyed or was she did she just disappear have to wait and And i can't remember so i guess we'll have to wait and see (laughs) i can't remember remember. (laughs) uh so then all the students start to wake up you know the trance has been broken and then just outside looking on the scene we get four pairs of legs because you know naoko loves to show a pair of legs and this is the remaining which is five (gasps) I can Looking my favorite by just by the way. <laughs> <laughs> looking at Udiel's defeat and they're like she didn't make it she wasn't really qualified to call herself one of the witches five so much for Udiel the warrior of flame those sailor guardians are strong so then we cut back to the girls and let's just say Usagi is thinking the death busters that's who she said she was with and then and that's like Ray saying oh that. yeah maybe Ray is saying that so then they're mm-hmm. all they're all congregating talking about the death busters and they're like the death busters are they our new enemy and then naturally Sailor Venus is hit with that someone's looking at us feeling. And she's like, <gasps> yeah. somebody's watching. Is the enemy still there? And her and Usagi actually, I think Usagi feels it too, because they both whip their head around and were first shown this beautiful ankle boot. Gorgeous yeah. ankle boot. Mm-hmm. And then it opens up to what looks like a Sailor Guardian with short, blonde hair. One we haven't seen before. Yes, we haven't seen this one before one because the other Sailor Guardian had long tresses. I know. And like it wasn't completely spoiled by you moments ago. <laughs> so <laughs> Sailor Moon is looking at this. She's like, that's and that's actually how we end this chapter. Immediately dot, dot, after dot. a good old dot 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 ending. We'd love to see it. So <laughs> Oh. Marcella, what was your favorite part? Why does this feel so long? Like, if I think back to the beginning, mm-hmm. so much has happened. So much has happened. Um, yeah, a lot. I love the stuff on the mountain. I love anything witchy-fied, any kind of, like, bonfire burning. Um, kind of, like, cult stuff. I'm here for it. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be here for it. I wouldn't be down. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe it depends on what was an author. Um, <laughs> okay. But uh, I just love that whole you know that whole that vibe love that it. whole vibe yeah um and uh yeah so the the sort of mount 
I mean, that that felt like a chapter in itself, didn't it? Mm-hmm. That whole thing. Yeah. I mean, it took a while yes. to yeah. Um, And, of course, I love um, anything to do with um, our new OTP pairing. Haruka and Michiru, yes. yes. Um, because, oh. We, we simply mean, must stand. We must. Why do I feel like Usagi and Mamoru are kind of so last art? <laughs> <laughs> They're old news, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> They are. Not me being one of those people that's just like into sort of newly formed couples and it's like, oh, you've been together <laughs> X amount of years. Boring. Boring. You know, let's celebrate love that's new rather than last. <laughs> um, I it's love it. Way more exciting. Um, no, I'm being sarcastic, of course. But no, I just love them. I love their whole. Um, They're amazing. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I love the Hatari moments, but I'm not going to go into <gasps> it because. <laughs> Oh, sorry, am I not allowed to? No, you are, of course. Okay. Um, and the whole kind of like Umbrella Academy. Ah, oh, such a vibe, yes. Yeah, because... I love it so much. We love a um, bit of T-Virus nemesis. Absolutely. T-Virus kind of. talisman, we love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they were kind of my standout moments. Hell yeah. I'm going to let you take the floor because... Uh, okay. <laughs> so, I love love Haruka and Michiru as well too yeah. uh, I just love those characters so 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 much and you may be wondering Justin they're brand new nothing's happened why do you love them so much oh just you wait bitches um I fucking love them some of my favorite Sailor Moon dare I say my favorite Sailor Moon characters overall um yeah what side characters right that are gonna be gone in a couple chapters yeah <laughs> I love them. Um, what else did I love? Yeah, like you said, I love the the bonfire stuff, the cultish stuff. Um, y- you haven't seen Crystal, but they did this like this season so much justice in Crystal. Yeah, it's gorgeous the way they animated this this arc. You really, if you don't even watch the first two, the third arc, uh, it's so perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just love that vibe, and we're getting more of the bat, like the the villain bat story what's going on with them um it's just so good but my number one (laughs) moment is my actual daughter my biological Mm -hmm. child hataru tomoe uh she she is my blood Mm -hmm. my flesh yeah and i love her so much i just and you may be thinking justin why do you love this character that was just introduced i don't know you're gonna have to stick around to find out uh Mm -hmm. but i just i love her so much she's so beautiful beautiful her the backstory that we've already gotten like she's in constant chronic pain her dad seems like a little bit aloof about how much pain she's in and yeah uh, mr gaslighter himself yeah (laughs) yeah papa gaslighter uh (laughs) and yeah just like the the resident evil umbrella corporation vibes i just fucking love it because i i'm such a resident evil fan and the fact that (laughs) we've sort of incorporated that narrative into this arc is probably why this season of sailor manga is probably going to be my favorite so uh i'm just really excited really happy and yeah that's that's my favorite parts just i love this arc i just love it so yeah. much it's just so good so cool. um but yeah i think that about wraps it up uh next week we will be reading act 29 infinity 3 duet new soldiers oh 
So expect for some shenanigans to go down next week. Always. But uh, yeah, always. Uh, but you can find me on the internet at Justin Gray 22 across Twitter, Instagram, and of course, YouTube. And you can find us both at Sailor Manga Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Ooh, ooh, and it's popping over there. Go check out our Twitter and Instagram. It's a wonderful place to be. Just do it. Um, and you can also email us if you want to tell us, you know, why Haruka is so hot, why Mamoru and Osagi are old news and need to be thrown in the trash where they belong. <laughs> um, and just let us know what's going on, how much you're loving this arc so far at SailorMangaPodcast at gmail.com. Right, Diana wasn't in this particular Right! Yeah. I know, I miss her! Ugh, I love Diana so much. Like, seriously, what was she doing aside from just running around with a camera on her back? <laughs> Yeah, she was film crew. She was fucking film crew in this episode or this chapter, and she didn't get any fucking credit for it. God bless her. God bless Child her. Child labor. <laughs> Child labor. Kitten labor. Kitten labor. Oh, yeah. Terrible. Kitten crew. Oh my god, she's on kitten crew. Kitten, oh, kitten crew. crew. But so oh, parents thinking. Oh, fucking stupid ass bitches. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, thank you guys for listening to this episode of Sailor Manga. And I guess all there is left to say is, in the name of the moon. We'll be back soon. Bye, guys. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay, it's from High School Musical. Oh, okay. Because there's this moment right before Sharpay and uh, Ryan, um, right before they get on stage, they go, brr, brr, ma, ma. And then they're like, okay, we're ready. <laughs> I love that. All right, let me take a look. See, I can't do that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Not you struggling to fucking do it. I love it. <laughs> I can't roll my arms either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did it. There you go. See, you can do it. It's 80% believing in yourself. 20% talent. <laughs> oh, goodness.